Welcome to A Raw Perspective, a fresh point of view. I'm your host, Richard Anthony Wallace. Hello on this beautiful day or evening, however you're listening to it, rain, sleet, snow, or sunshine, it is still a beautiful day. This is episode four, means I've been doing this podcast for four weeks, received a couple of text messages appreciating the work that I'm doing on this podcast, so I'm just going to keep going with it. This is literally my personal diary to the world and to society. Episode four, what are we talking about today? Well, we're going to talk about the dating pressures of today's society. Now, for me, if you don't know, I am single black male in the United States of America. Did some research. I noticed that, according to the Washington Post, that 51% of Americans polled are considered unmarried or without a sustainable partner. And within that parameter, they also polled that it is 51% of black Americans that are without a steady partner compared to 32% of white Americans that don't have a steady partner. I would identify as a black male in America, so I am part of that 51% in both categories. For me, I'm still single. But the things that I've accomplished in my life, I'd say I'm debt-free, I'm a homeowner, with my mother, I have the name on the title of the house. I have a high credit score. I think it's close to 800. Well traveled, traveled across the world, gainfully employed to a great job, great co workers, great institution. Hell, I've been called attractive and been called kind, caring, and loving. The only accomplishment that I'm missing is love. That is the one thing that I have not accomplished in my 29 years of life. Love. I think Drake said it best that it's hard to find a woman when you're talented and black. I sit to myself and contemplate day in and day out. Is there something wrong with me? What is wrong with me? Why am I still single? What is going on? So I'm about to talk about that today, about the dating pressures of today, how society wants you to have a a loved one, significant other, a partner, whatever label that you want to put on it. They want you to have love in some of the challenges that I, I bear trying to have this sense of accomplishment, this this yearning that I, I'm longing for that has not happened in my life yet. So going to be open, going to be vulnerable, going to be talking about the dating struggles that have been over my life. So let me talk about the dating apps. We're talking about the Tinder. We're talking about the Bumble. We're talking about the Hinge. Coffee meets bagel. Who else am I giving promotions that they aren't going to write my check? First and foremost, 
I hate these apps with a passion. They are the worst. I hate them. I hate them. I freaking hate them. And I know a lot of people have found love through these online apps, and that has worked for them, and I am happy that you have found the love of your life, your partner, but it's not for me. From my experience using these type of apps, I realize that nobody is who they say they are. On the internet, you can put it on this facade saying, I'm this, I'm that, this is me, blah, blah, blah. And then when you actually meet the person in real life, the profile doesn't match the personality. And I've experienced a couple of these dates because I have used these apps in the past. I have not used them in a minute because I hate them. It doesn't portray an individual being authentically themselves. I've gone on these dating apps. I've used them before. First impression was cool. Second time around, still cool. And then I get a random text message stating that there's no emotional connection between us. No matter how kind, caring, affectionate, having that sense of emotion, regardless, it ends then and there. Fair enough. Life goes on. So, with dating apps, I don't use them. I have no desire to use them anymore because it's not for me. Now, me going out, I have friends. I wouldn't say I'm lonely. I'm saying that I am alone. I go out with my friends, my homeboys. We go out to different places couple of my homeboys are either married, in relationships, either that, the other. I'm more of the odd dug out with no significant other or no one to call my, my partner from there. So going out to these clubs, my boys are like, yo, man, that's all you. Go out to clubs, see very attractive women standpoint just gorgeous all different types of women there and they're out having a good time like me trying to have a good time having a drink me having a drink they're having a drink and my friends are like yo that's all you man you need to go talk to them you need to go do that bro if i was in your shoes i'd be go talking to her be talking to her you can get that number man And this is me just trying to enjoy myself in a public setting, listen to good music, have a nice drink or two, dance on my own. I'm not trying to bug anybody that's trying to have a good time because one thing for sure, I don't want to be harassing or bugging women that are trying to have a good time. They probably get bugged and harassed by dudes trying to come up and hit on them multiple times out of the night saying, hey, beautiful Blah, blah, blah. Insert this weak-ass line right here. I know this because I have women friends that have heard these weak-ass lines time and time again. And then me coming up to that person, they've heard it all. 
what unique thing do I have to bring to the table? Me going up there, I'm not afraid of getting rejected. Been rejected multiple times in my life, but people just try to have a good time. I'm trying to have a good time. I'm chilling. I'm listening to good music like they are. I'm not trying to go up and be like, yo, what's up? How you doing? Because always the impression is you're trying to sleep with them. That is not my intention the first night when I'm meeting a woman. No, never. Yeah. And if you go up saying, woman saying, sorry, I'm not interested, cool. But then you have some people in the male species that take that to heart and then continue to harass women and have done heinous things to women. So I understand why I would have a guard up, too, because male species, is they got they got issues. They can't take no for a hint. And that's something as men, we have to work on our emotions when we are rejected for something. Obviously, there's plenty of fish in the sea. I'm just fishing in the Arctic Ocean where nothing is living. But hence before that, but people don't want to be harassed, don't want to be bugged. They just want to have a good time. Now, for me, also dating pressures, when I have an interest in a, a woman, I'm going to legit ask them. I'm never going to be like, oh, haha, TT, because I'm too too old for, for games. I'm going to legit ask you, hey, do you want to go out for ice cream? Do you want to go out for tea? Because I hate coffee. Coffee is the nastiest thing in the world. I will do a podcast about that later. But going out for coffee, no, not coffee, <laughs> sorry, going for tea, going for ice cream, walking at the Garfield Conservatory, things that are, one, cheap for me for my financial pocket because if I'm having interest in a person, in a woman that I'm attracted to, I'm not pulling out the whole big bucks on you because I got to understand where your mind is first before I pull out all the big bucks. As I've gotten older, that is my strategy. So I'm going to legit ask you out to lunch. I'm going to legit ask you out to ice cream, something, to understand what your mindset is. And then you get to hear my mindset. And I'm going to be open and honest as much as I can, whatever questions that you have. And I'm going to ask the same questions. That's how a first date should be. And then get in the number, texting the number. I'd rather call a person than text a person. We're in a generation of society that we can just text anybody. When I give a number to a woman, I can be one number out of 5,000. Not saying that this person has 5,000 numbers, but she could be talking to other men that are saying the same stuff. Granted, that is her prerogative, and she can do what she wants. But me sticking out, trying to text, oh, I forgot, I fell asleep. It's just the pressure of continuously asking and asking. And that gets tiring. That gets draining. Especially when it feels like it's one-sided. I'm the type of man that does chivalrous things. 
I still open the door for everybody that comes through because that's just my sympathy, um, emotional, um, emotional competence because I'm caring for other people than I'm caring for myself. That is just me. So I saw a person struggling to get up their luggage up the stairs off the Jackson red line. I took five seconds out of my day to lift up the heavy bag for this lady, not asking for nothing, because that is the type of human being that I am. I say, yes, ma'am. I say, yes, sir. I understand that being more understanding of individuals on how they would like to be identified as, so I always want to be respectful of that. So constantly learning is something that I'm continuously doing. And then I'm also the type of man that will walk on the outside of the curb. (laughs) I've seen a lot of couples holding hand in hand, and I always see the woman on the outside of the curb. That is one of my pet peeves. Don't have the woman on the outside of the curb, have her on the inside of the curb. (laughs) That's just me. That is just my pet peeve. But is chivalry really dead? There, there, there's no, there's, there's pressures just to be just basic. There's, there's, there's no effort to show that you care. And from what I've seen, it's just the bare minimum. And that's upsetting to me. But alas, for me, I've dated incredible people. I've dated very shitty people. Uh, breakups happened. I've, I've had multiple breakups that happened over text messages. Uh, never been face to face from from the, the partner, which I find very shitty and very childish. But hey, that is how they want to break up. So be it. And it's always these long novels. I don't have time to read these long-ass novels of blah, blah, blah. You could have just said this five seconds. I'm not interested in you. And I would have respected that. Just Or just ghosting completely. Thought having a great time. Doing all that. And then I never hear from the person. I'm not going to go out my way to call somebody because... I'm not having this one-sided thing just for me. Everybody's done ghosting. I know I've done ghosting. Everybody's done ghosting. But damn, it it sucks to be ghosted. Uh, Again, dated incredible people, dated shitty people. We all have. And every one of those relationships is a lesson. It's never a loss. As I continue through this day in and day out of life, I... Just have to go through the motions. It is it is disheartening for me and a little sad when I do see couples on social media living living their best lives together, enjoying vacations together, stating how they love their significant other day in and day out. I thought by this time I would be at least in a serious relationship or you know on the verge of being wed with with the love of my life, but it hasn't happened for me. I have friends that are in long-term relationships. I have friends that are engaged, and I am happy for them. It's it's just sad for me that I haven't found love yet, which is, I mean, it is what it is. 
know, people talk about their significant others all the time, saying how much that they love and support them. And then I'm like, damn, in my mind, damn, I wish I could have that. I wish I can have that, that sense of trust, understanding that love. And, you know, I'm just going through the motions of life. And people always ask me, well, Richard, what's your type? (laughs) To be honest, I don't know what my type is anymore. My type is someone who's going to put in the same effort that I do. For me, when I am pursuing or or dating, it always feels one-sided for me. Because when when I love and when I date, I am serious. I'm dating for marriage. I'm not dating just to date, have fun, have a good time. I need... A partner that's going to be on the same wavelength as me, physically, mentally, emotionally, sexually, all of those things. And if we can't be compatible on that, then it's not going to work. Sure, I've had, I got women in different states that if we lived in the same state, we would probably be dating right now. There's Various women from California to Nevada to Texas. Hell, there's even women over in different countries um, in France uh, that I that I have a cool connection with, but we just don't live in the same place. And I'm not doing that 90 day fiance stuff. And I have great conversations with this individual and they, and we vibe right and it's, and it's great, man. I appreciate her. And she even listens to this podcast, too. And she's shown the same effort that I have sent to, to her. And it's been reciprocated. So, I mean, if it comes to it, I might be single forever. As much as that sucks, it is what it is. But for me, if it comes to that, then I'm just going to continue to travel the world. Hell, I'm going to adopt a kid because I would love to be a father. And everybody keeps saying, just stop looking and then it's going to find you. Uh, So I'm just going to be in my singleness. Hopefully I can get that Maslow hierarchy of needs of just the sense of belonging, a sense of love. I got the food, shelter, all that. I just want half of that that pyramid. I don't need the whole pyramid. I just want half. I just want to get to the middle part of belonging. But just because I am alone doesn't mean I'm lonely. I'm going to still keep going out to things. I'm going to keep buying two tickets to various events. I'm going to put them out on Instagram. So if you want to come and hang out, come do it. And this is APV. I'm not saying if you know somebody, I'm, I'm willing to go on a date. Never said no. Like I said, my longest relationship is two and a half years. And that was for my very first girlfriend, who actually listens to this podcast. So I'm going to give her a shout out as well. So appreciate you as well. But I had the blueprint on, on family and, and love, and that was my parents. And that is going to be what I'm going to be talking about next week about blended families. That was my blueprint, and that's how they made it work. So this concludes episode four. Shout out to my brother again, Kyle Hardfingers Wallace. Follow him on Instagram at Hardfingers or Good Karma 847. Information's in the bottom. I am your host, Rich and Anthony Wallace. 
If this resonated with you, please, again, tip a brother if it resonated with you. This is a raw perspective, a fresh point of view. I'm your host, Richard Anthony Wallace.